0: Everybody, welcome back to week sixteen of the Bug Pusters podcast, where we talk about anything and everything hockey. Uh, Colin, joined by my other moron friends, I guess. Hello, boo. Oh, me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you called me moron, so I had to act like <laughs> <I>
0: mean, <you laughs> the one. All right, starting off. <laughs> no, no, he's got a point. Okay. Uh, starting off, I. Earlier this week, I think it was yesterday, Friday, the thirtieth. Uh, 30th. 30th, Seattle is fin I've finally joined the NHL, been making their final payments to the league, so they are now officially the thirty second team in the National Hockey League. So, w- welcome, Seattle. Hope you get your ass kicked by us Penguins. But I mean, hey, here we are. <laughs> here we are.
1: Well, it got- all depends on what the divisions are. If they go back to the regular divisions next year, then we'll we will be playing them. Yeah, but well, if they keep these East northwest south whatever like northwest south <laughs> <laughs>
0: well it, it'll be it'll be curious to see cuz there there'll be uh nine teams in the uh the western division versus you know
1: unless they six, they would bump somebody in the west over
2: to the central yeah.
0: well then there's will be nine cuz you got that's remember true, yeah, the smallest true. division that's is true. The north so that is well, true.
2: do you think they would go to do you think they might do one or two more big cities in the expansion do you think they no. could Possibly add another team or two and kind of, you, not you know. This is
1: not next year now. No, I'm
2: in saying, the in, the, I'm saying sure. in the future. Like, could you see them <clears> possibly, <throat> if they keep the four divisions, we're at 32 now, you know, maybe by, you know, 2050 have 40 teams in each division has I think 10 the teams. max,
1: if they were to ever do another expansion, it would, I'm assuming it would be 34. The maybe. The max. So I, each, I think they're going to stop at 32, though. I mean, that I is th- a lot th- of teams. Yeah. yeah.
2: So that, that, makes, that's so that would just that be... make
1: the seasons even longer. Yeah, having to be... have another opponent to play every year.
2: And then plus you mm-hmm. would so, yeah, that's eight teams per division. So that's yeah, so a lot,
1: a lot of, a lot of games, a lot of teams to be keeping the track of. And if we would see another, I wouldn't say another franchise, but a relocation and see a new, a new location.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For example, say I don't know Columbus, ends up flopping, they have to transfer or relocate somewhere.
0: Quebec City, it would be a yeah,
1: good... Go to Quebec City, or even we've discussed this in the past, maybe Toronto, see Toronto getting a second team, or seeing LA get a second team.
0: Or Buffalo actually getting a team? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see what we what the <clears throat> options would be.
0: Uh, speaking of Buffalo, former uh, Buffalo's former goaltender and Anaheim's current goaltender, Ryan Miller, has announced he will retire at the end of the 2021 season, regardless of where Anaheim... Uh, where Anaheim is up. So I mean, obviously with a phenomenal career, uh, a silver medal in the 2010 Olympics, um, most, uh,
1: most wins by a U.S. born goalie in NHL history, Win- winningest and NA- winning- winningest American born goaltender. Yeah.
0: It, it just sucks that you don't be. You won't be able to see him lift the cup.
1: I said he definitely is going to go down as one of the greatest players to not hoist the cup. I sadly, I think Longqvist oh. might be the next. Unfortunately,
0: Lundquist, Anderson, Uh, Craig Anderson. Yeah, Eh, I mean he was good, but I don't know if he was like elite. Well, here's the thing: you you got to look at you know, in his time, his short time in Colorado, and his most of his career being played in Ottawa, he really didn't have a team in front of him. So you can't really you can't really put all the blame on Craig Anderson. I mean, he's a good goaltender. No, he just had a shit team in front of him. I mean, yeah,
1: Ryan Miller always like, had kind of a, a, not so good team in front of him, and he still put up amazing numbers and, led his team to more wins than they would have gotten without him. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a good argument. But yeah.
0: Uh, move, moving on to skaters, Joe Thornton. Uh, earlier this week, has collected his one, uh, one thousandth, one hundredth NHL career assist. Wow.
1: Who was that? Sorry.
0: Yeah. Joe Thornton. Jo- Thornton. Uh, Jumbo Joe. Eleven
1: hundred assists. Wow.
0: <clears throat> Which is, which is impressive. Mm-hmm.
1: Just the fact that, just recently, of course, we talked about the last two weeks um, with Patrick Marleau, like former teammates, like they he made another milestone just in a matter of time of, his, of a former teammate. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, hey, throw, uh, Jumbo Joe reminds you of one of the. He's just one of those people where the minute he touches the puck, he scans the ice and he gets rid of it, and he's, yeah, he's- just not afraid to make those gritty plays.
1: He's never been a top goal scorer, but a playmaker, mm-hmm. 100%, 100% one, of the, one of the best. All right, another little bit pretty interesting piece of news coming from ESPN. The Associated Press writes that a uh, 49-year-old Yammer Jager leads his club that he owns back to the che- top of the Czech Hockey League. Uh, the 49-year-old right winger had an assist to help his hometown club, the Clodno Knights, return to the top Czech League by beating... Jalava, excuse me for the men's pronunciation. They're five to two to clinch their playoff series, five to three.
0: Yeah, uh, and he, and obviously with uh with with him owning the team, I mean, one of the first player owners or owner players to uh win a, a championship with said team. So uh,
1: just forty nine years old.
0: Uh, how many years in the season? Uh, in, like what thirty years in
1: professional sports?
0: This is friggin'. Like
1: to what, like 20-something in the NHL? Took a couple years off, went to Russia, came back to the NHL, and still was putting up great numbers and yes. in his 40s. Mm-hmm. Like
2: If I were if I were him, my biggest fear right now would just be an injury.
1: And there, there's players like Jumbo Joe, Evgeny Malkin, that are late 30s, early 40s, and are always, already showing signs of slowing down and retiring. I mean, we, <coughs> just, we just mentioned Ryan Miller. What He's, what, 39, 40, and he's already retiring? Yeah. I mean, goaltenders do tend to
2: retire at a much younger age. But, I mean, they do get beat up. More I mean, than, more than your skater. Yeah. You know, they take how many shots to the body, let up, you know, pucks and other players, sticks, you name it.
1: So this uh, article also has someone saying that Jager played for this Clonin Knights team as a teenager and has now returned as the owner. Uh, also on the team, he also played alongside center Thomas Placanek, another former NHL player, uh, who scored one goal during this best-of-seven series. Just, man. There's there's only 250 fans in the stands to witness that, but...
0: Still, anybody to 40, witness this.
1: Can you imagine a 49 going to watch a 49-year-old dude just blazing 30-year-olds?
0: Yeah, go beat the shit out of a 30-year-old. like it's not not a problem.
1: So they, they can't really beat him or punch him. That's just beating up an old man at that point.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and one thing that we actually realized now while we're recording, uh, Brian Rust in the game versus the uh, Washington Capitals just scored his 100th. Career goal as a Pittsburgh, well, not only as a Pittsburgh but just a, as a hockey player.
1: Yeah, watching in the background, it went off. We are all trying to stay silent. But like, we couldn't hold it in, and we had to show our excitement for that, for Brian Rustler. Let's go. Let's it's go, Ruster rusty. All right, moving on to the next little subtopic we have. We I'm going to ask these guys a question, which will eventually lead into our bigger subtopic for the day. A similar question to what Colin had asked us a couple weeks ago about who you would rather start our franchise on, which one of the two Kachuk brothers. My question is, who would you rather start your franchise with or base your franchise upon? Connor McDavid
0: or Austin Matthews? Mm. I'm going with with Connor. I mean, not, not taking anything away from Austin. I mean, obviously, he's a hell of a goal scorer. I just think all around, Connor is a much, much better player than Austin.
2: Mm, I, I personally, agree. agree. I was going to say Connor. You all think Connor? Mm. What about you,
1: Kyle? As an, I'm, I am mean, the one that asked it because uh, I kind of wanted to see what you guys said. I was very slightly leaning towards more towards Matthews, mm. only for the reason that he—I mean—he's been just as successful as McDavid. Mm. McDavid, I mean, he's been a lot more successful, obviously, but. I don't, I don't know. Now I think about it, it's, it's tough. It's very tough. I mean, as an overall team
2: leader, I think I want to give the edge to Matthews just slightly. I mean, Matthews has been in the year a little bit longer than McDavid has. So no. He dev- no,
1: McDavid was drafted a year prior. Or two oh, really? years, Two I years thought
2: Mc, Okay, wow, I thought Matthews was. Was it a year or was me. it two years? A year. Just a year before? No, was okay, year. I thought it was the other way around
1: know because McDavid only played a couple games his rookie year because he got hurt. And, yeah, it's... Obviously, McDavid's put up a lot more points. But you also gotta think, who has McDavid played? He's played with Dryside, who's also been right next to him in points. Matthews didn't really have a huge connection up until this season with Matt Marner next to him. Mm-hmm. And he was still putting up big numbers mm-hmm. in the past few seasons. I'm saying it, When it comes to putting up points and goal scoring... McDavid, but as an overall team leader, I kind of want to give it to Matthews. But when it, but when it comes down to basing a franchise off of one player, no, it's know. tough. It's really tough. I, don't
0: know. I I I'm still sticking with my guns there with uh old Matthew old, Matthew. good old uh, McDavid. Connor, Connor McDavid so.
1: uh, awesome. I can't argue it. It's it's a tough one. Yeah, it's it's, it's tough. honestly your based on your pain. A lot of people hate Matthews. People hate McDavid for whatever reason.
0: I mean, I'm not going to say... Hating, I
1: hate them because they're good. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm not saying I hate Matthews. I just would prefer McDavid, McDavid over Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> Again, not taking everything, anything out from Austin. Yeah, so, so, okay.
2: solid, solid, well, solid argument there. To kind of go on your question, instead of have it based on our franchise, who would you much rather have as your like team captain leading you? Would you rather have Austin Matthews or would you rather have Connor McDavid?
1: kind of a very similar question. But. It's, it's, well, like if
2: you were on the ice with them. Who would I rather play alongside? Who would you rather play alongside with if you were like a winger? Who would you much rather... That's a a, good one, too. Who would you rather be on the side with? I'm going to go with McDavid, personally, just because he's one of those goal scorers.
1: I want to say Matthews because I'm not fucking keeping up with McDavid. (laughs) It's just so (laughs) so fast. I'm not keeping up with him.
0: I feel uh, like the I mean one... Matthews is pretty quick too, but I don't think he's as fast as Matthews. I'm, I'm, I'm going with McDavid. I'm going with McDavid for that exact yeah. reason. I'm not fast at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I McDavid mean, kind of counterbalances that. So, well,
2: nice thing. Nice thing about both of them. I think McDavid has a little more of a. Uh, he can read the ice a little more. Personally, I think he's one of those players where he can look deep and kind of almost estimate where he thinks you're going to be. Matthews is a little hesitant. He's like, okay, I'm hoping you go there, so I'm going to pass it that way. McDavid kind of holds on to the puck. and once he McDavid th- just takes it
0: himself and, and yeah. flies yeah. down
2: the ice. Yeah, I,
0: I, <laughs> I'd, I'd much rather be like, here, here, Connor, take the puck. Do your thing. Okay, see ya. Yeah, you go just, by.
1: You're passing it from behind the net. He's already passed center ice game with it. Like, when did I give him the puck? <laughs> I mean, look, at him. he's been one of the faster, um, like, during when they have the All-Stars. Like, he won have, the fastest skater. what, three straight years or two yeah. straight years? I thought it was three straight. Was it three consecutive? I thought it was three. He's, at least two. I don't know. I don't I think he way, got beat
0: out his third year. Either way, he's he's been anointed multiple times. So it was, what, it was
1: Barzell that just barely edged him. I can't remember. It was somebody like beat him by like a quarter of a second in his remember. third year for his third repeating title.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I can't remember. All right, moving on to the main main topic of the evening of the recording. I uh, we we kind of based on a, a previous session over at uh, All Stars. Each division, you know, go. If we had an all-star team or an all-star game this season, what? Who do you think will make a team? Or the team, and so on and so forth. Whereas right now it'll be an all-star team in general. So we're going to actually start start narrow. Start with the salary cap era. Any players played at least one game between puck drop in 2005 and today. So
1: we're just going to say right now, Colin is the one that came up with these. We're just going to debate whether or not we agree that who should be on the first line, second line, who we agree, who we disagree should be on which line.
0: Yeah. Who do, you, who do you got with your first line? All right. Line one for the salary cap era team. I have Ovechkin, Crosby, and Patty Kane, actually. Ooh. Okay. Who do you got in defense? Uh, Drew Doughty, Britt Burns.
2: Ooh. Okay. 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 Yeah.
1: Right. I, so I, actually, I, like, I like that. that, that is actually I feel be. like we got to make David coming up. I'm just curious on where, he, where he's placed.
0: You're, you're actually right, because uh, f- uh second unit is uh, Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, and Austin Matthews.
1: Oh, With uh,
0: Blue Line being uh, Chris Latang and John Carlson.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So, uh I third.
1: Mean, nothing against Chris Tang, Love him to death because, you know, he's one of our boys. But is he? would you put him in top five in the league, mm-hmm. top six in the entire league?
0: Yeah. You would? I would. Obviously, he's no Brett Burns or Drew Dowdy or Victor Hedman, but he's definitely he's not, I, he's
1: not so much the, one of the physical defensemen. He's much more of a playmaking defenseman.
0: Well, that that's why you put him with you know a shutdown defenseman, as in John Carlson, because he's he's one of those guys that can you know more more defensive minded versus offensive minded. That's why the Penguins do it with Brian Dumoulin, mm-hmm. kind of counterbalance that offensive side of a player in Chris Letang. <clears throat> the only thing I
1: don't know. I, I don't know if I'd want to, I said you can't really switch, because McDavid's not much of a winger, so you can't say throw him on the first line with Obi and Crosby. Mm. Man, oh.
0: And let's see if you can swap around, you know, uh, McDavid as the mm. first line center, have Ovi and Crosby flanking him, have Matthews be the second line center with Leon and Patty Kane.
1: Yeah, I think you, you got to have that. Lead. If you're doing an all-star, if you're doing a dream team all-star lineup, you, you got to have Dry Saddle and McDavid together. It's mm. almost a given.
0: And that's why you had them on, the, on that second line. You know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, third line, would thir- Third unit would be uh, Phil Kessel, Patty Bergeron, Nikita Kucherov, and on the blue line, Victor Hedman and Shea Weber.
2: Oh, Ooh. man. That's another really good line. Now that you really... say that.
0: Swap out
1: Hedman and Latang, and you have me. I say. So you put have Latang on the I third put, line, and put Hedman on the second. So
0: I, the the two bottom pairings would be Hedman Carlson, then Latang and Weber. Yeah. Yeah. I either way, would, you
1: still got a pretty solid defenseman playing mm-hmm. next to Latang. Yeah. So I would rather. Because I I got to give the Hedman a little bit of an edge over Latang. Okay. Put um, him set. in the top four. I mean, Could c- still p- consider Latang to be top five. Just is he better than Weber? No. You don't <laughs> think so.
0: No, not I know I know Thumbface is a good defenseman It just <laughs> he's he's not a top five defenseman. Uh and then the fourth line, fourth forward line would be uh, Stamkos, Nandescog, and Malkin. I, I threw Malkin in there. I mean, you'll 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 understand once you hear my spare spare parts. Okay. Kind of Spare parts? Yeah. Um <laughs> for the forge, I have Johnny Taze. Nicholas Backstrom and Brad Marsh- Marchand. As your your scra- healthy scratches, just in case somebody gets hurt.
1: It was Brad Marchand Taze.
0: and Nick Backstrom. Backstrom. Okay.
1: It, I don't. As much as you know, we've loved him. Had much as great as he's been in the past past few years, we all know Mulkin hasn't been himself. Yeah. has not been as great as he uh, once was.
0: I I should have specified this. Prime time players. So Malkin in his prime. You know, Patrice Bergeron in his prime. Obviously, Connor McDavid hasn't had his prime yet. Um, Which is scary. Yeah, yeah. He still but hasn't it, his prime. Imagine these players in their prime.
1: Okay. That that one kind of makes more sense. I still, I I still sense. almost want to throw Taze in there instead of Malkin. Mm. The other two... almost Or even Backstrom. Maybe not so much Bergeron. Either Tays or Backstrom in place of Malkin. Or even in place of this Cog. It would even maybe throw Nathan McKinnon in there I was somewhere. Saying, I the was thinking McKinnon. But I mean, he's only been in the like league for what? Just that's a right. year longer than McDavid. I think He was first overall in 14. McDavid went 15. I don't remember.
0: I'm not too sure. But,
1: <sighs> that's tough.
0: All right, well, that, while you think about that, let's go to our three goaltenders. I have a, a Mark Andrew Flurry. Carey Price and Andre Vasilevsky as the three goaltenders. Ooh. Okay,
1: those, I kind of was, to, had a.
2: I definitely had a feeling about Mark Andre and Vasilevsky. Why? I
1: mean, yeah, if you're going, I mean, flurry three cups now, played in five total finals, winning three of them. And then you got Vazzy, and was,
0: Carey Price. Vazzy, one one for one.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, one he's for only one. He a- to finals once, yeah.
0: Yeah, cause uh, fifth when when Tampa made under fifteen, that was when Bishop was in that. Yeah. Wow. All right, now we let's move on to the all time rosters. So obviously, uh, any player who's played since day one of the NHL to today. Um, let's start with uh, forward line one. Uh, I have Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, and Pavel Bure. Ooh. Is line one line okay. one. Uh, line two being Gordy Howe, Bobby Clark, and Pavel Datsuk. That's cool. <laughs> Datsuk. Uh, third line: Sergey Fedorov, Yarmy Gogger, and Ronnie Francis. Okay. Okay. Uh, fourth line being Ovi Crosby and Malkin, and then this this pairs would be the Hall brothers. The Hall brothers.
1: The only. I think there should be an argument to put the Sedin twins in there somewhere. Yeah, I'd say the Sedins. Whether if, they, if they they would... as a healthy scratch or even throw them on the fourth line.
0: I feel like if you're going to have them on the team, either have them both be, both be in or both be off. It, it, it'll be tough. Yeah.
1: Because if we're going all-time, that almost makes it seem like you it should be retired players. But, I mean, I don't know the Sidine twins, man, they've they had mm-hmm. uh, sadly they are another two players that never got to win the cup.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Some of the greatest have. to never win a cup. They came close. I think they they what they lost in seven
0: against yeah. Boston. Right uh, back in twenty thirteen. I yep. think they
1: got absolutely cremated in the Game Seven, but they still you know made it to seven games.
0: They lost two nothing in Game Seven.
1: Was it only two to nothing?
0: Yeah, two nothing. Sad thing is, I think it was in Vancouver. Yeah. So.
1: I, th- I thought I remember being a little more like a
0: 5 or 6-1
1: blowout, but I could be wrong. I don't
0: remember. Wow. Yeah, that's... Sorry, sorry girls. Not going <laughs> to win a count. <cup. laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, let's pump it to the blue line. Uh, Duncan Keith and Nick Lindstrom as the first-line pairing. Eric Lindros and Scott Niedermeyer. You have Keith and... I'm sorry. I I had this all mixed up. Uh, Bobby Orr and Nick Lindstrom as the first line. Uh, Eric Lindros and Scott Niedermeyer as the second. And Brad Park and Dennis Podvin as the third pairing. With uh, Duncan Keith and Chris Pronger as your two healthy scratches.
2: Okay.
1: I think Chris Pronger should be in the lineup. Not a a scratch. Substitute him for,
0: like, oh, probably Brad Park. (laughs)
1: yeah no no disrespect to Brad Park but pronger's pronger proved himself hes he's should be one of the first names he mention when it comes to defenseman for sure especially as, as from an all time standpoint definitely I think he should be one of the first five names he mentioned as a defenseman definitely all the other ones are I can pretty much agree with I believe so
0: mm-hmm. all right and three goaltenders. we could probably go back and forth between the bottom two. But the top one, number one, is uh pa- pa- Patty Waugh, yeah,
1: easy,
0: yeah. easily, and then like I said, back and forth between these two, Martin Brodeur and uh Dominic Hassock. Okay, I like yeah. Marty Brodeur. Um, <sighs> another name, another, he, another, another the name
1: better than Hasek, though. I don't
0: know. Another name I was debating what throwing in there was uh Curtis Joseph,
1: cujo, yeah, cujo. So. There's, been, there's been so many. Absolutely brilliant goaltenders in net for many different teams.
0: So um, it, it made it tough, especially narrowing it down to three. Yeah. So that was rough. I mean, that's what she said, but that was rough. There's
1: <laughs> <laughs> been so many all time, like, going all the way back to like freaking. I can't remember his name. He's really sh- really short, dude, but he was amazing for how short he was. He was like five eight. He played. I won't say back. He played back in like the. Early, early, like the 40s and 50s, I want to say. Oh. Bernie Perron, is that the name one I'm thinking of?
0: I can't remember.
1: Him or um, Terry Sachar, he was a player. I oh, can't remember. I'm blanking on his name, but he was super short, but he was is still considered to be one of the greatest of all time. But yeah, I can definitely agree with that.
0: All right, moving on to the all Canadian uh, current salary era roster. Uh, Starting off with. Top line of Ryan O'Reilly, Sid the Kid, and Matt Duchene. Okay. okay. Uh, second line: Steven Stamkos, uh, Claude Drew, and Connor McDavid. We can always pump Drew out to the winger and have McDavid as, uh, as the as the center, centerman. Yeah, I like yeah, that better. I like but
1: that better. I like I
0: like that. Uh, third line: Jamie Benn, Ryan gets off, Joe Thornton. Big the big bad energy line. Uh, and then that fourth line. Uh, the Rat, Brad Marsh, and Jordan Stahl, and Nathan McKinnon, with their healthy scratches being Logan Couture, James Neal, and uh, Travis Zajac. Okay.
1: okay.
0: No yeah. input, no more input. That's it. That's it.
1: I mean, yeah, that's pretty solid, I'd say. For
0: yeah. Them. Yeah. Uh, the defensive core, the Blue Liners, Brett Burns, and Drew Doughty, again on the top pair. Uh, Chris Satan, Mark Giordano as the second pairing, and Alex Pietrangelo and PK Subban on the third pairing with uh, Duncan Keith and Dougie Hamilton as the healthy scratches.
1: Again, if we're talking prime, I'd say bump PK up to second line
0: and uh, swap out PK with Mark or PK with Tanger with Giordano. Swap out PK
1: with Giordano. I think overall, P.K.'s had a better career than G.O. D- Dan only really stood out the past few years, let alone P.K.'s been pretty stellar his entire career.
0: Consistent. Yeah. All right. And then the three three Canadian goaltenders are Floria, Price, and I put in Mike Smith. Yeah.
2: I like Florian and Price. Mike Smith, um, okay. Yeah. I'm
1: just, I'm just... I'm not too 100% familiar, 100% certain nationalities but if one would one one comes to mind here Canadian I will voice up but let's move on to American
0: more American all right top line I think it's pretty hard to beat uh Patty Kane Joe Bavelski TJ Oshi mm-hmm. and no, no then well, no the, I think the two centermen the two top six centermen could definitely be swapped around because that second line I have Fatboy uh, fat boy Phil, Zach Prese, and Blake Weir. Because I think Freeze did play with Kane and Oshie the last Olympics at the
2: NHL. 14. Yeah,
0: 14 when the NHL players were actually yeah. able to play in the uh, the Olympics. Third line, I have uh, Bobby Ryan, Mac, Max, Max Pacioretty, and uh, Paul Statsny. Pacioretty's sure American?
1: Yeah, he's American.
0: Oh. I thought he's Canadian. Okay. And then uh, that fourth line is uh, Johnny Hockey, Dustin Brown, and Jake B- Jake Getzel.
1: I'm surprised you don't got Matthews in there somewhere.
0: I completely blew over my mind.
1: <laughs> Austin Matthews, that's say definitely maybe put him on either third or fourth line. Maybe enough as far as second line, but
0: uh with the uh the healthy scratches being Jack Eichel, Brandon Saad, Brock Nelson, and your boy, Alex Gauchanyuk. Just kidding! No, never mind. No. No.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, I mean, I was going say, prime Alex Galgenic, when like Montreal Canadian Alex Ovechkin, maybe
0: second or third year. But anything, or...
1: anything after that, not so much.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, blue liners are uh, Johnny Carlson, Keith Yandel, uh Ryan Suter, Alex Golgotsky, Seth Jones, Kevin Shattenkirk, and the sh- healthy scratches would be Tori Krug and Nick Letty. Yeah, that's honestly,
1: now I can't think of much else to top you there.
0: I mean, outside of Carlson, the Nandel, you know, pairing. That's a, uh, that's definitely a, a, a tough, tough thing to do. And then our three goaltenders would be uh, Ryan Miller, not a surprise in there. Yep. Jonathan Quick, and uh, Craig Anderson. Craig so. Anderson's also
1: American. I also thought he was Canadian, but I
0: thought Mor- so he was Canadian as well. America, fuck yeah.
1: Uh,
0: like I don't think I can. Don't think I can name better American goaltenders than that. Yeah, but I, I, I completely blew over Austin Matthews. I had a, yeah. I had a BoMo moment. <laughs> yeah, when I, uh, I completely forgot about Austin Matthews being a American-born, American-born uh, American player. So, I, I should have have had him there in the top six, but obviously not. All right, and these stats are as of nine forty-five on May first. Uh, these are teams that have currently clinched a playoff spot for the quest for Lord Stanley in twenty twenty-one. For the East, actually, the East is set. Well, oh, not set, 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 but at least set for teams. We have Pittsburgh, Washington, New York, the Islanders, and Boston all clinching, whether it's last night or tonight. Uh, Central, we have Carolina, Tampa, and Florida. Uh, with Nashville and Dallas on the hunt for that fourth playoff spot. Uh, Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, with St. Louis and Arizona, out of all teams, on the hunt for that fourth spot. And then the only team for the North is Toronto. I'm I suppose Edmonton hasn't clinched yet. Yeah, they're, I, they're
1: very close. They're probably like one or two more wins away from.
0: Yeah, well, with <laughs> you know, as right now, they have 60 points in 48 games played. They have two games in hand and a three-point edge over win- third-place Winnipeg. So they they gotta be close. And just yeah. uh, I think they, yeah they they play later on against Calgary. So I'm pretty sure if they win, that, that should
1: be a, if they win, they should be.
0: A I, yeah, I assume they win, win in regulation. Yeah. So we'll see. Obviously, shit changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But either way. And one last thing for for this evening's podcast is uh, McDavid. Well, later this evening, McDavid. I played in his 400th career game with Edmonton against the Calgary Flames. Some congratulations to uh, Connor and all all that he's done in the couple years that he's been here in the league. And that is it for this, uh, this week's podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you aren't following us on Facebook, Twitter, or any social media, what the buck are you doing? All right, see you guys.